Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. I got a free class for you. It's my free fast track plan to your next 10K clients and how to stand out. If you've been struggling with what to focus on in your coaching business to attract clients to you, go to HaleyRowe.com slash fast for the free class. Hey there, we're going to go live today and talk with a special guest, Audrey, and she's going to come on. She's had a wellness business for many years and has quite the influence on Instagram, many followers, big audience, has been doing this uh, as her main career, and I thought it would be fun today to bring her on because I know many of you aspire to have a thriving, sustainable coaching business. And this is something that Audrey has built. So I'm going to bring her on and I'm super excited. Hey. Hello there. How are you? Hi. How are you? Look what we matched today. We didn't even plan it. <laughs> I'm purple. I love it. Well, awesome. So, so good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. Tell everybody how you pronounce your last name because I was afraid of messing it up. It's Zona, Z-O-N-A, Zona. Very simple, very easy. Yes, welcome. So we have Thank you, and we're going to talk today about what you do and how you've built what you've built because one thing I really like when I bring guests on the show is to talk about their journey. And I see that you have a balanced life. You practice what you preach, meaning you are into wellness, take good care of yourself, you're helping people doing what you love. And I think it's a really good example for a lot of health and wellness coaches. So why don't you first just introduce yourself and what you do and we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Audrey Zona and I'm an integrative health coach. I specialize in weight loss, the psychology of eating, and really what I love to say about my work is I just help my men and women to be the best versions of themselves, whatever that looks like. And Haley, it's so important to understand that weight loss, you know, I just, ha I just have to share like a quick little story on, oh, thank you, Jamie. I had a client come to me yesterday and she kind of just said to me, like, I'm here for weight loss and I, I want to lose these last 10 pounds and gave me her story. And then I started to dig a little deeper with her. And what we uncovered was really her work is really not, it doesn't have much to do with nutrition, but it's all other areas of her life that she's really struggling with. And so we love to blame the weight, but the weight is truly a symptom of something so much larger and more profound in our lives. The weight is like somebody whispering in your ear, you need to pay attention. What's going on? Start listening. And so that's really my work is to help people to like lift the shades off their eyes, to start listening to those whispers 
And then with the tools and tactics and really a lot of psychological work, we uncover what's going on. And then over time, they're able to heal that relationship with food. But oftentimes we have to work on other stuff first. So that's what I do in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I, you know, it's funny you bring that up because when I work with clients on getting clients and growing their business, a lot of times that isn't the issue. It's like the other things, it's like their self-concept and self-belief in themselves or their um, offer itself isn't captivating enough. So it doesn't matter what kind of marketing they're doing, but it's just landing, you know? So there's like yeah. other things to uncover, but the the thing that the dream outcome that they come to you for so absolutely um how have you managed because you know deep down that these women are, are struggling with other things that and weight is just a symptom as you said mm -hmm. they don't know that so how have you um attracted mm -hmm. talking about yes. you know it sounds like you lead with weight loss maybe but how do you kind of manage that or um, attract clients in how you market yeah it's you know, it's so interesting that you bring that up because um, I had a coach a couple of years ago that would say to me, you have such a strong message, but they, their client can't hear that message yet. You really need to hook them with what they think that they want. And then when you get them, you tell them what they need to hear. And so a lot of my messaging over the past few years has really been very much about the weight loss and what to eat to have the body you want, the exercise, the lifestyle. It has been very, I would almost say surfacey a little bit, but then when they come to work with me, I then show them all that they really do need to learn. But our culture is such that people just want to see results. People want to see these incredible before and after photos. And I have a bunch on my website, but the truth of the matter is I have triple that in story and in phenomenal transformation, but it may not always yield loss. It may not always yield a before and after that people are going to be all crazy about, right? The, our culture wants to see, I lost 50 pounds and I'm now in a size two. That's what culturally we're all looking for. But at the end of the day, we're really looking for so much more than that. And that is what I give my clients. But it's tricky because I have to give just enough to make them excited about working with me so that they are inspired or feel that I'm going to be able to help them to lose the 30 pounds. But then when, they, when I get them in my hands, then I can go so much deeper. And oftentimes they do lose the weight, but sometimes they don't lose it right away. We're working on so many other deeper things like healing trauma and old limiting beliefs. And I mean, the list goes on and on what I sometimes need to work on before we can get to the actual nutrition piece. So right. it's tricky, but I have to say that my messaging now moving into my next launch, which is happening in a couple of weeks, is really, I'm being a little bit more authentic and honest with my people. I'm like, you know what? You can go and you can hire a million people out there to put you on a diet. It's not what I do. It's not what I do. And I have unbelievable success. And my women basically are saying to me, oh my God, you're so different. You're magic. 
And I never, ever had an experience like this before. And maybe I only lost a few pounds, but the way my life is changing, and I know I will continue to lose moving forward, it, this is the best thing I ever did. So messaging is really tricky because of what people want to hear. But you also have to be authentic and, and really honest about, okay, this is the reality of weight loss. And there are layers to this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I like how you're even saying who your program's not for. If you're looking for just another diet plan that doesn't work, <laughs> this is not for you. Forget about it. Right. There's, a, there's thousands. You can just go Google that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell yeah. a little bit. You said you have a launch coming up. I'm curious about how has your business changed you know when you first started and we're doing launch and to now i would love to know just like maybe some of the things that have changed or how you market yes yes so one of the biggest things is that when i first started i mean there's so much i didn't know even though i was working with professionals but i taken my business to a whole different level in terms of the team i have now helping um i used to have an open cart for about a month which we don't do, right? I mean, I didn't know that. And unfortunately I wasn't being guided properly and it was new. So this is going back a number of years, but I would open cart and I would close it. It was like a 28 day open cart, which I've learned um, that's not how you launch. So that's a significant change. Now I basically open for waitlist people for three days, waitlist opens, waitlist closes. And then I open to the public and it's open for six days, open and closed, done. By the time people are getting these emails to actually join the program, they kind of already know that they're going to join, right? So I, I get a ton off the wait list. I get a ton when the cart opens to the public, it slows down and then I'll dribble up back again towards the very end. Um, but at that point, I have been priming my people for months, and they know what's coming. They know what I do. I've really got the, the you know, the get to know, the like, the trust is there for the most part. Um, so that's a big piece that has shifted is the cart open. The other piece is the daily emails. Um, when I do open cart, they're very strategic. I've had a copywriter you know, very important to have the right copywriter, really getting your messaging clear and concise and to the point, knowing who your client is. That's another big piece. For a long time, I was a little all over. I was a little nervous to hone in. I mean, because I work with literally 20-year-olds up to 70, but my real avatar, my client is the 50-year-old woman going through menopause, has been on every diet under the sun, doesn't understand what's happening to her body, and really needs to turn her life a little upside down when it comes to her food and her exercise and her choices and self-care. That is my client. And so that's really who I speak to at this point. And, you know, you, you, in the beginning, when you're starting a business, I think you're nervous to hone in because you want to grab everyone and anyone that's willing to work with you. Um, now I, that, you know, I've got a waiting list. It, that doesn't matter anymore. And I think that when you really hone in on who your client is, that's when the business really, you know, comes, comes flourishing in. So that's another piece that's changed. Um, and just kind of, you know, team members all working together. You know, I used to 
do my own Instagram and I used to do a lot of my own writing and growing and evolving has, has allowed me to have a team. And that team is brilliant. And we meet weekly and it's really about putting it all together so that Instagram is humming off of the newsletters, is humming off of Facebook, is humming, you know, off everything's working together um, and if everything's synchronized, which is also super important. Um, the other thing is in the past, I would always just have a launch, you know, I never really had a lead up to the launch. So this time I, I do have a fabulous kick sugar challenge that will be running right after Labor Day. And that sort of funnels into the launch itself. I'll also be doing a number of IG lives, which, you know, that's newer. So lots of different um, exciting changes, you know, compared to what I did, uh, you know, previously. Yeah, love that. Thank you for sharing that. So a couple of things I noticed. Number one, you created more urgency when you you have your cart open and cart closed. And I think it depends on the business model and the business owner. But the point is you have to have some kind of excitement and build up and mm -hmm. something exciting yes. why they should join in a certain time frame. Um, and I think the other thing is you have become more of a planner. It sounds like more strategic. And you mentioned copywriters. One of the things too, if anybody's listening to the replay of this, um, if you're ever looking for a copywriter, I can recommend some great ones. We have some in the Zero to Hero Coaching or Circle as guest speakers. Um, but you're right. Like a lot of times people are vague in their copy or you don't know who they're talking to or like that don't come across as confident. Like I just am thinking about maybe, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yes, yes. That's cool that you got that tied in. And then the last thing you said is you have to have a build up phase, meaning where you're nurturing your audience, you're building that. Up. So one thing I want to ask you is how in the beginning when you didn't have an audience, how did you start to build that up? Oh my goodness. Um, I actually did do a lot of, so this is pre pandemic. Um, I did a lot of live events where I would have a table. You know, I had a table and banners and I had flyers and information. I would make my homemade granola. I mean, I really was so grassroots. Mm -hmm. And so I would go to all of these local events and I would have a clipboard with a piece of paper, their name, their email address. And I was list building literally on the ground. Mm -hmm. And I would do as many events as I possibly could to list build. Um, I did have Instagram, but it I wasn't working it properly at all, really not until a few years ago. So Instagram, I, I would, you know, slowly get some followers. Um, but really, I felt like it was the events. And I also did, I ran, or I should say, I organized a few live events with a few hundred people and some amazing guest speakers. I did that for a number of years. And so there was a lot of list building that came from that. Um, and so, yeah, and, and then, you know, obviously you then have your list and you send out your newsletters. And I mean, I started with MailChimp and then it went to Constant Contact and then it, oh my God, I think I flow desk. I've had every possible online email newsletter platform. I'm now with Active Campaign, um, which is okay, but it's really great for tagging purposes and segmenting. So my team really loves it. I've been through so many 
different online platforms, you know, from Kajabi to, so anyone in the business understands what I'm talking about. But um, really, it, it's taken a long time to grow that list. It's not easy, you know, um, and, and always trying to have challenges through social media to then, you know, get them circled back to my newsletter, to my, to my site, to sign up for my, you know, monthly newsletters and things like that. So it's taken a long time. Um, and it's been a, like a long steady road. No one ever became this, you know, overnight, there's no such thing as overnight success. Mm -hmm. And um, people sometimes will look and say now like, oh, you're so successful and your Instagram looks amazing and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, it's taken me eight years to get it to where it is. Like none of this happened overnight, really. And so anyone out there just starting out, I just say stick with it. Like just keep doing what you love. Keep showing up. Be honest. Be authentic. Be you. And over time, it's the people that I think really end up being successful are the ones that just keep at it, just keeping at it and showing up and being honest and good and doing the right thing. That's what I always say works. But in terms of the list building, um, there's probably other things I could be doing, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to do all at once. Well, and that's what I love about that is you constrained to that being one of your main strategies and made it work and, and worked it until it worked. And that's something that I help my clients with because I see them so often trying to do 12 different things at the same time. And none of them take off because they're just like so scattered and can't complete anything, you know? Yeah, yes. So I love how you shared that. And I do think list building is like the OG of marketing. Like it is people are like, well, don't people not check their emails anymore? I'm like, no, this is still a thing. This is still a very important thing. Yes. Yes. And my, my one business coach would always say, listen, Facebook and Instagram could totally collapse one day. Like we don't know, like it could just go away and which I doubt will happen, but you never know. And what are you left with? You have to have a list. You know, you've got to have that list. That's the only thing you really own. So um, I'm always working at building that list. And the truth of the matter is, I mean, it's taken so long. I, didn't, I don't even have nearly the list I would like. Um, and only, you know, like just recently, I'm getting like a 30 to 35% open rate, which is amazing. It, it had been fallen off for a while. But that's only, you know, a few, like it's not even a lot of people that open their emails. I mean, the truth is a lot of people don't open emails. They really don't. They just have thousands of emails sitting in their inbox. But the people that love you and follow you and want to hear what you have to say, they will, they're your customer and they're going to open your email. So that's really all that matters is like the ones that are opening are your people. And that's what you have to focus on. Totally. Yeah, I actually was taking time and I think sometimes what it sounds like you've done too is like slow down a little bit to speed up like i took a day this weekend to look at my old emails and the open rates and it was like i was very impressed with my open rate but i was like i started to notice the trends of oh this this con this topic always gets an amazing open rate. yeah yes you know and so you yes yes um one of the things i was hearing uh alex hermosi say is how the the formula for success and it kind of relates to what you're saying about stay keep going is volume your skills and then the time your stuff is sitting out there so if you 
you know, as you start to acquire more and more traffic and volume throughout the years, it gets easier and easier, more and more referrals, more and more word of mouth spreading, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Your skill set, as you keep building that and getting better and better client results in less and less time, and then the amount of time, and that's the last one. I think a lot of people with the amount of time, they get impatient and then they do self-sabotage their business because then they don't show up as much because they're like, this isn't working, it's taking too long. And then they stop showing up as much and then it perpetuates it not working continuously. <laughs> so how Correct, did, absolutely. How did you stay patient, keep showing up, that kind of thing? Okay, so a couple of things. Um, I've had this incredible therapist in my life for a long time and he is like, he's amazing and he ha he's booked solid seven days a week, truly. He works seven days a week, this man. And I remember in the beginning saying to him, oh my goodness, like I have three clients. Is this ever gonna happen? Is this ever gonna be? And he said, Audrey, I promise you, you stay the course, you stick with this. You talk to me in a couple of years and I know you're gonna have a full load of clients. I just know it. You have what it takes. You have the magic. It, this is about, you know, consistency, very much like what I say to my clients when it comes to food, but, you know, consistency and discipline and, you know, determination and believing in yourself. So I always had him in my ear, you know, just kind of pushing me along. And then when I would meet with, you know, even if it was only three clients that I had in that week, the, the magic I was doing with them was so exciting and the results were so wonderful and the work was so gratifying that I just started to believe in my work. And I used to say, well, if only three people are in my world and I'm making a difference for those three people, that's amazing. And I just would never get caught up in the numbers. I would really try hard to just focus on those three clients and give them all of me. And then slowly but surely, it just kind of happened. And believe me, I had many days where I was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm really not good. You know, maybe I really, maybe I think I am, you know, the imposter syndrome. Maybe I'm really not so good. And, you know, just these three people think I am. Um, and then I would, you know, kind of snap myself out of it. And I would remember how special the work was with those people. I'm like, no, I am, I am good. And it just, it took time. It really took time. And, and it, it is patience. And I think in my heart, I really knew deep in my soul that this was my, my purpose here. Honestly, I feel I've done many other things and I've had other careers but this comes from such a soulful place. And I saw over the years that I had an incredible gift of intuition with my clients and that would guide me so tremendously. And so the more I worked, the better my work got and the more I believed in myself. And then all of a sudden it just kind of all clicked, you know? And now when I work with people and I mean, their words are, you know, this work is magical and you are, I've never had an experience like this. And so not that those things were affirmations, but they were affirming. They definitely were. And so now if I have a little bit of a lull, I just know it's meant to be, it's meant to give me a rest. It's meant to give me some space. And because I know that the universe is just going to throw 10 more clients my way, you know, in another couple of weeks. And 
I also trust. I think that's the other big piece is um, with a lot of work I've done on myself, I trust. I have complete faith that I will be supported and that whatever I am meant to be doing, that the universe is going to provide and will throw it in front of me. So I have a lot of faith and trust in this process. And I think that's the other piece that really allowed me to hold on even when I thought like this just, maybe this just isn't for me and I don't have enough clients. So um, that's That's probably the biggest piece. It's like the last thing I thought of, but it's probably the biggest one. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't tell you how many times um, when I talk to new coaches who are brand new and maybe they, but maybe they've tried for a couple of weeks and they're like, Oh, I'm building this up. Yeah. I'm not cut out for this. I think that that is the biggest lie because if you've gotten to this point, you have the desire to have a coaching business. It means you're capable of it, I think. And if you like Audrey said, trust the system, be willing to, you know, take action for as long as it takes and be patient, keep adapting and evolving. Your success will be inevitable, but if you're going to give up and you're going to waver and you know, then of course it's not. So really, Bears. Um, is can you tell everybody how they can connect with you, how they can find you? Sure, absolutely. So um, here on Instagram, my handle is Zoe. My last name is Zona. So my company is Zoe Healthy, as like so healthy. So it's Zoe Z O underscore Healthy. That's Instagram. Facebook is Audrey Zona. It's actually Zoe Healthy with Audrey Zona. My website is livezohealthy.com. Zohealthy.com was taken. So it's livezohealthy. And you can really reach me. You can send me an email through any of those um, you know, social media. You can DM me and you can send me an email through my website. Um, I get back to every single person personally. I, my team never responds for me. It's always me. So if you have any questions, anything at all, if you're interested in my upcoming program, I'm happy to always jump on a phone call and explain more and share, you know, how I can help you achieve whatever goals you're looking for. Love it. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate you for Um, with everybody and uh, upcoming launch goes extremely well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Haley. It was such a pleasure to be here with you. Bye. Have a great day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.